I'm Kim. I'm Sam. And I'm Anna. Welcome back to Is This Love podcast. Today we have a special guest. Hey, my name's Zach. I'm a junior in journalism. Is This Love is a podcast where we explore love as it's experienced by all sorts of individuals because we figured love doesn't really have one definition. So this podcast is an opportunity for readers like you and talkers like us to share our experiences and just debate the different facets of love as experienced in the postmodern world. In today's episode, unfortunately, Elena won't be here, but don't let this crush your expectations or excitement for this episode, because today we're actually talking about crushes. What is a crush, and how do you know if you have a crush? And why do you suddenly lose interest in your crush when you tell people about them? I have a question for you guys. What is the craziest thing that you have done or would do for a crush? In kindergarten, I had a boyfriend, but wasn't really my boyfriend. Anyway, we used to play Shark Boy and Lava Girl during recess. And one day, he turned into the bad guy and was ignoring me. So I was really mad. And I'm pretty sure that during circle time or nap time, I threw up on him. <laughs> was that the part of you impressing him? or <laughs> I think it was more like, love me, like a cry for attention. He, <laughs> he was just like ignoring me and he was playing the bad guy and he was trying to destroy me, you know, with his powers. And I was just so upset and I had to set him straight and make sure he knows that I like him and that he needs to like me back. So you threw up on him? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm pretty low-key, so I haven't really, like, done anything over the top. I think the most I ever did was pretend to like soccer because my crush played soccer. Mm. So I was like, well, you know, all about that soccer life. And then, if I remember correctly, I got hit in the face with the soccer ball. So that was a fun time. Mm. I feel like I've done more for friend crushes than I have for actual crushes. Let me explain what a friend crush is for me at least. It's mm -hmm. like when you see someone that's super interesting and you wanna be their friend badly, but you feel like they're too high up, you know? Oh yeah. You'll never reach friendship with them, but you'll still try, you know? I feel that. And so like, I think, uh, I don't think there's anything in particular, but I would just be super duper nice to people and try and hang around them and I would go out of my way. I would know where their next class is and even though mine is in the opposite direction, I would still talk to them and be like, da 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 da. I don't know. But that's for a friend crush? Yeah, like you just want to be their friend really badly. I oh. Yeah, I know what that feels like. So what's like. the difference between like just a friend crush and a crush? Because for a crush, I would definitely just walk the opposite way to see him type mm. of thing. When you first kind of feel those butterflies for someone and you start being interested in them, you're like, oh, I want to know more about them. When I talk to my friends about that, like if I mention this person a lot, they'll be like, oh, you'd like them. Oh, it's, you'll be so cute together and stuff like that. They meant it as like encouragement, encouragement yeah. I guess. Yeah. But it also makes you question your feelings and whether it actually is a crush or not. Maybe I wasn't actually interested in them romantically, but I just wanted to be their friend or because I'm a journalist as well. I'm just so invasive. I will like walk up to someone and be like, what's the biggest regret you ever had in your life? And like, <laughs> I guess there's just something about my personality that people will tell me. And so it kind of creates this like emotional intimacy that should blossom into love. But, you know, sometimes it doesn't. And it's confusing. But Zach, I think you had something you wanted. Something that I wanted to talk about is the reason why a lot of people don't share who their crushes are. 
And that's because as soon as you tell your friends, then suddenly the person that you have a crush on is a reflection of you and what you're attracted to. For example, you know, friends are never going to hold back their judgments on people that you're interested in, and they're never going to not share their opinions because they're their friends and they they're looking out for you and they want to make sure that you're getting in a right relationship but at the same time that's also going to make you lose attraction in your crush because suddenly mm-hmm. you're going to hyper analyze how they act how they look are they good enough for you are they good enough for your friends you know and it's just in kind of an endless cycle of thinking that way until you just lose all attraction to them because suddenly you're just thinking of them less as a human being and more as just an object of you know a crush yeah i mean i definitely feel that because i never really tell people who my crushes are mostly because i always judge my friend's crushes like my friend will be like oh that boy's kind of cute and i'm like he looks like a stalk of wheat and like if I tell people who my crush is and you know they're also very average looking people like my friends are probably going to be like Anna you can't say that because your crush also looks like a stalk of wheat so I mean it's kind of just like wanting to preserve my status as the judgmental friend but also like partly because I feel like emotions are hard and I'm not good at them so I just like to keep it to myself. What Anna does is pretty smart because I once had a crush and then my friend told me something about him that just kind of ruined the image of it. And I guess people caught on and started making fun of him. So I was just not into it anymore, you know? Yeah, so I was reading up about what a crush actually is. And you, it's kind of like this perfect image, like perfect image that you have of someone. So when you have a crush, you're um, absolving them of all their flaws. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of just seeing them as just everything that you want in a person, but they're not actually that because people are imperfect. So whenever you see those imperfections or when you start to see those imperfections or when other people point that out to you, that damages how you see them, but also damages how you feel for them. And it's like, was that even real? Or was I just looking for a friend? Was I just looking for something that I can never have because I'm looking for someone who's perfect? So you were talking about friends, and I think it's interesting how friends can kind of pressure you into having a crush or wanting a romantic relationship with someone that you don't want, whether you're seeing your friends and they're all in romantic relationships and you're like, I need to be like that, or like you're, you're internalizing jealous feelings that of their relationships and they seem so happy and they also want you to have the same thing. They're like, oh yeah, we're all happy and you know, in couples we want you to have that same experience. So you kind of start imagining it and then it kind of just, you put all those feelings on one person and that kind of develops into a crush. Mm -hmm. But I think also like when you were talking about that, I was kind of reminded about how like when I was able to identify that I had a crush on someone and I liked it, like I felt super happy, you know, like Mm -hmm. not even just being with them, but just having someone to be like the object of my affection, I guess. (laughs) Kim objectifying people, part three. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It was kind of just like, I just felt super happy. And I guess I mentioned this a little bit in my spotlight when people find someone that they're attracted to like all the hormones kind of rush to their brain and they literally do look at life through like a like what was it like a like like rose colored rose colored lenses yeah um like you kind of just feel happy all the time and like all the stuff that makes you feel bad or stressed are kind of repressed by these like huge rushes of hormones so i think sometimes like maybe that is why people will feel super happy and like kind of 
link that happiness to a, a crush, but when it's really just like being happy about being happy, I don't know, mm-hmm. or being in love with the feeling that you're feeling right now rather than the person that's causing those feelings. What doesn't make sense to me is like, why do people like having crushes so much or why is it so normal to have a crush when they, in reality, stress you out more? Because in my experience, it's like, if you have a crush, you want to find out if they have, like, have a crush on you as well. And it's just every little thing is like, oh, does that mean he likes me? And it's just so stressful. And it's gotten to the point where it's like you're happy to see them, but at the same time you're so self-conscious about, like, how do I look to him? Is it really worth it? Mm-hmm. I think it's just kind of like a motivation to, like, take care of yourself as well. Like, I'm going to look good today because I have a crush. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to brush my teeth and brush my hair and, like, take a shower and oh, look nice. You and, yeah, every well, day. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> you should. But, like, you start caring about more what you look like and how you present yourself, mm. you know? Like, you start to have a confidence within you if you have a crush. Like, the way you carry yourself is different, you know? Like, if you're not trying to, like, appeal to anyone, there, you make no effort to try and, like, talk to meet and meet new people mm-hmm. or whatever, you know? Like, I feel like you're a different person when you have a crush and your brain likes that because it's your more confident self. Mm-hmm. It's the part where you, like, are trying to make yourself love yourself because mm-hmm. you know that if you, you know, if you love yourself, then other people are going to see that and they're also going to love you for the same reasons. I actually disagree because I think that regardless, um, even when I did have a crush, I never really put effort into my appearance. Um, Back in like middle school, um, middle school is kind of a dark day, like dark times type of thing. But um, I wouldn't say that having a crush necessarily correlates to like dressing up or like being more self-confident because whenever I talk to my crush it's always like like I suddenly don't have a brain anymore and I can't function and then I go home and I'm like wow Anna you really screwed that one up and it's not even like because I'm talking to my crush it's like having a conversation with a human being that bad it's just embarrassing like overall yeah I mean it's weird because I can kind of relate to both of your points like I feel like in the past like I would like when I would dress up and like like try and like impress someone I would feel really happy and be like oh yeah like I do look good you know like but then recently it's like I dress up because I either one feel so terrible that I need to look nice that I like am able to function (laughs) or two like I just want to look nice that day and let's like for me not for Mm -hmm. the person and like just getting their compliments is just like an added bonus but I don't know it's it's weird yeah like sounds like you have like gotten a higher self-esteem over time that you want to just, you know, dress for yourself and be happy for yourself. But this is where, like, the self-love thing can kind of get too high because I think it's gone to the point where, like, when I put an effort into my appearance and people compliment me, I don't really take it as, like, a, oh, like, thank you. Well, no, I say thank you, but, like, it's more like, yeah, I do look good. Like, I already know this. Like, I don't need you to tell me, like, how I, okay, this is really cocky. But, like, I don't know. I'll shut up. One of the things that's especially frustrating about a crush is imagining signs that they like you back. So I think this is an interesting thing that we all can relate to to some extent. Um, Mainly because when you have a crush, you're just thinking about them kind of... When they're in your um, vicinity, you're just analyzing everything they do and everything they say. Um, So it kind of like your mind is just kind of hyper alert all the time and you can be imagining stuff that's not there um yeah so with my most recent crush 
during the final, he like sits next to me, but we're in like separate aisles, right? Mm-hmm. And he said good luck to me, and I noticed he didn't say good luck to anyone else, so I was like, yeah, he he's like in love with me, right? And so, and then I went into my AP Psych final, mm-hmm. and I was studying AP Psych, and there's something called a illusory correlation, which means like you find correlations between stuff, and that like aren't actually there. And mm-hmm. I was telling my friend about how he's basically in love with me because he said good luck, and he pointed to the word and is like, "You need to study this." <laughs> and so that is how I finally found out that. Saying good luck on a final does not mean they like you back. Yeah, I felt that. Because, like, you ever just, like, overanalyze, like, conversations? Because you're like, they talked to me one time, and I think we're going to get married and have, like, a summer wedding. And, like, you start, like, just going crazy. And you're like, what if they do like me? But no, like, that would never happen. But what if it did? It's like, you know that, um, like, phrase? It's just like, what if... Um, like something happened and then it's just like just kidding haha and then unless Wait, like is this a phrase or it's <laughs> no, no, a meme it's that it? yeah, meme it's a meme okay you know that meme you you it's like you know that saying and it's literally a meme like it's not traditional it's not like okay, well it's well, on twitter like, but anyways oh um, no I get it yeah but like that's how having a crush feels like you mm-hmm. know it's just like what if he likes me haha just kidding unless unless <laughs> <laughs> So with the crush that I have currently, um, originally I thought that they had a crush on me first just because I'm that like hyper analytical person. Mm. But anyways, like it's just so awkward because whenever I'm around them, I'm just hyper analyzing everything they say. I'm like, they initiated the conversation. They said, I hope you have a great summer or no, wait, no, no, here, okay. Hags? No, <laughs> not that. Okay, they went. They asked me what I was doing last summer, and I was like, okay, nobody asked me that because I'm super lonely. It just made me feel that they were kind of like interested in talking to me. And then the reason why this conversation was different though is because I was actually talking about myself, and I feel like I, I feel like whenever I do that, I feel super selfish and stuff. But when I was talking to this person, they were just giving me their full ears and attention, and they were asking me questions about myself, and it just felt so... I don't know whether I was hyper-analyzing it, and I don't know whether this person just wants to be my friend, because I know there's, like, no... there's no chance. I think the two things that, like, make me super attracted to people really quickly is, one, if, like, when people listen to you, like, genuinely, and, like, they ask questions, like, it kind of, like, oh, my heart. (laughs) But second of all, I think it's also just people that are super passionate about something. When you talk to them about it and their eyes kind of light up. I think also sometimes I can get, like, crushes mixed up with admiration for someone. Like, like I'll see someone who's really good at what they do, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, like, that just makes them more attractive, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. So it's hard to distinguish whether you just really admire this person and want to be their friend, or if you just, like, have a crush, if that makes sense. No, that's, yeah, that's basically the root of the five-hour conversation that I had on the plane. And whether you like the person or if you like the idea of being with that person, you know? Mm-hmm. I think my most recent, like, experience with a crush or, like, a relationship, it was weird because I was interested in the person, but I wasn't interested in the idea of dating, period. I felt like mm-hmm. I wasn't romanticizing what being on a date would be like, but in the past, I was kind of like, oh, I want to go on these little dates and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so then once I actually got in the relationship, I kind of felt unprepared and, like, uncertain. So it was just a little weird. But have you guys ever had experience where, like, you felt like 
rather than liking the person you liked being with them. Uh, my experience is different from all of you guys because for me, it was like a rebound. And mm -hmm. it's like that feeling after the breakup where it's like, I need to be with someone. So you get together with someone so quickly. So I mean, in a sense, it's kind of like, I like the idea of being with someone, but not, it doesn't mean I like you. Mm -hmm. So you know how we were talking about how, at least for me, the two most attractive traits that a person can have is being a really good listener and being passionate about something. Well, if that's the case, then I must be really attracted to all of you guys because just like KQED, this podcast is brought to you by listeners and viewers <laughs> just like you. And so I hope that you guys will be passionate about this program because we have a lot of stuff coming. But in the meantime, while you're waiting for our next episode, you can listen to our Spotify playlist or submit your stories, questions, or comments about love. Bye, thanks for listening.